Are your remote workers feeling isolated? In today's episode, I'm going to tell you how you can fix that with technology. I'm Mark Riddell and this is the Texas Podcast. We publish a new episode every Wednesday packed full of IT and cybersecurity advice to help businesses like yours to make the right decisions and get the best from your technology investment. Make sure to follow Texas on your favourite podcast player to ensure you don't miss future episodes. Welcome to TechSess. In this episode, I'm discussing how to ensure remote workers feel like part of the team and how technology can help with that. So being able to work remotely anywhere is great, isn't it? I've seen a few self-declared digital nomads on LinkedIn, people working for themselves that are traveling around the world, working from wherever they happen to be. And like loads of you listen to this, I've done my fair share of working remotely over the past few years. And I know how important it is to feel like you're part of the team when you're not in the office. It's clear to see that for many businesses, remote working is here to stay, but it does present some unique challenges not faced by office workers. Feeling disconnected from your colleagues can be a real problem, but there are ways to overcome it. And as with most problems in business, tech can help. One of the things I'm aware of is that remote workers can be more likely to leave an employer due to feeling isolated. So it's critical employers take steps to address this. Feeling disconnected can negatively impact their motivation, productivity, and overall job satisfaction. If remote workers are not regularly included in team meetings, team building activities, and other company events, they may start to feel disconnected from their colleagues and their work. And if they don't receive regular feedback and recognition for their work, they can feel undervalued, which further leads to feelings of isolation and disengagement. Things like regular check-ins, virtual team building activities, along with regular feedback and recognition can help ensure that your remote workers feel like an integral part of the team, which can improve their job satisfaction and ultimately their likelihood of staying with the company. So what is the biggest challenge when it comes to making remote workers feel like part of the team? Well, I think it's 100% about communication. When you're working remotely, you don't have the same opportunities for those casual conversations those water cooler chats or impromptu meetings that you would have if you were in the office. Now, I've seen this myself where I've been out of the office and then gone into the office one day and people were talking about a conversation or a meeting that happened while I wasn't there. And it was like, hang on, I wasn't part of that meeting. And people were like, well, it wasn't really a meeting. It wasn't a scheduled formal meeting. It was kind of just a chat that just happened. So that happenstance kind of conversation that happens in offices that if you're not there, you're just not part of it. And then suddenly you think that, hang on a minute, why wasn't I told about this? And then you're playing catch up, right? And I'm sure that's a similar situation that's happened to a lot of people. It's not just because they don't like you, <laughs> which is easy to feel like. But video conferencing platforms like Zoom, Google Meet, which I absolutely hate, by the way, or Microsoft Teams can help with this and is used by most, probably all businesses in some capacity now for regular team meetings, project updates, and those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Seeing people on screen definitely helps to feel more connected and engaged with the team, which is why I always insist on everyone having their cameras turned on. And it really helps me engage with people way easier because I like to see people's reaction to things when I'm speaking to them. If I'm ever on a meeting and people have their cameras off, I always make a point of asking if they can have a camera turned on. And for the small things that don't require an hour-long Teams call, you should use instant messaging. Microsoft Teams has had this for like forever, I think. 
And Zoom has recently rolled out a similar feature, which I haven't actually used myself, so I can't really comment on how that's working in Zoom, but I know that they have recently announced an instant messaging kind of tool because they're trying to make it more of a complete alternative to Microsoft Teams. And many companies are also using other platforms like Slack, which tends to be heavily used in the software development world. Although I've never really got to grips with it myself, I find that the interface is far too messy for my liking. But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT services buyer's guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now let's get back to the episode. Now beyond the day-to-day communications, tech can be used for virtual team building activities like online games or virtual happy hours. So recently, I was on a virtual gin tasting with our phone system partner, who are called Enfon. Let me just say that sinking four double gins within an hour at 5pm on a Thursday (laughs) isn't a great idea if you want to make it to bedtime. It was during that gin tasting that I realised that we weren't necessarily supposed to drink all of the gin, but no one told me that. The lady that was leading the gin tasting said, we've got the can of tonic to go with the gin. She said, it's a perfect amount. So me being me, just dumped it all into the glass. Every time they said, right, we're going to go into the next gin, I just downed the one I had so that I could empty my glass for the next one. Before I knew it, after an hour, after standing up, after drinking four of them, yeah, it kicked in pretty hard. Back during the Christmas holidays of 2020, which is the first Christmas we had, you know, after the C word kicked in. I'm not going to mention it. I put together an online interactive quiz for the team here at M3. We had it between Christmas and New Year. And that was really good fun, actually. Some of the guys actually still kind of talk about it now. Some of the the quiz was around, obviously, IT and tech, as you'd imagine, general knowledge. But some of it was basically taking quizzes and polls on each other and other team members, which is really funny. Some of the stuff in it is probably not stuff for public display, I would admit. And it was like inter-team jokes and stuff, which is really good fun. Everyone kind of really enjoyed it. Did take quite a little bit of work to put together, but you can do these things. And there's loads of way you can utilize the tools that you're already using to bring remote workers together. And then you have project management tools like Trello or Asana, which is what we use. And that can be used to help manage tasks and deadlines helping remote workers to stay on top of their work. These tools also allow easy collaboration and communication with other team members, being able to quite often see things in real time of what people are working on. And one of the things I actually introduced recently to our own Microsoft Teams channels was the Praise app from Microsoft. I believe it's just a built-in thing, which allows people to create a shout-out to praise other team members. And it creates this as a nice kind of, I guess, not just text, but It's text with like a background, almost like a card type of thing. And I've been using it to share feedback left by customers for our technicians. Really worth checking out. It's totally free, requires zero setup. So you've nothing to lose. 
post something positive and praise a colleague because it's amazing what a bit of positivity can do for someone. Now, of course, having clear expectations of goals, deadlines and work standards is crucial for remote workers. They need to know what the boundaries of being a remote worker are. Like, is it okay to nip out to Tesco for 30 minutes and then make that time up in the evening when the kids have got to bed? Understanding what is acceptable behaviour and what isn't is so important because after all, office workers can't do whatever they want during the day. So why should remote workers be able to? So these are all great examples of how you can use tech to overcome the challenges of keeping remote workers engaged. But as an IT partner to our customers, what things can we do to help customers with this? So I've got six ideas that I've put together of how an IT partner like our team here at M3 Networks can help. Number one, we can provide tech support for remote workers to help them troubleshoot any issues that they have. This includes issues with their home network, with slow or poor Wi-Fi coverage being a common complaint. I often find that people have their internet router down in the living room and then their home office is upstairs in the back bedroom, which is usually the furthest point away from the router where the Wi-Fi is then the weakest. I actually have an episode about how to improve your home Wi-Fi for less than £150 and if producer Neil can go and find the link to that, we can post a link to that in the show notes. It's probably more than £150 now, I have to admit, with inflation and stuff, but still, it's very cost effective. Number two, we can ensure that they have secure remote access. So we can set up VPNs, which are virtual private networks, so they can get access to company resources and data that they need without exposing the business to a cyber threat. Number three, we can help ensure you have the right collaboration tools and that these are set up correctly for your business. So this includes some of the stuff we spoke about already, video conferencing, instant messaging, project management, and document sharing. We can then help train remote workers on how to use these tools effectively. So this includes training and everything that we've discussed so far, and also anything that's unique to your business or your IT infrastructure. And number five, we can help monitor remote workers' use of tech and provide reports on usage patterns and potential issues. Now, I'm going to advise proceeding with caution in this one as you don't want your people to feel like you don't trust them, but you are quite within your rights to monitor employees' time and track what they're actually working on. No one wants to discover that a remote worker spends three hours a day browsing TikTok if you're interested in seeing what these kind of solutions look like, go and take a look at a website called insightful.io when you get five minutes and you'll be able to see some of the reports and some of the stuff that you can get from these kind of monitoring tools. And lastly, we can provide remote workers with all the hardware they need to ensure that they have a similar tech setup and experience as an office worker. Too often I see remote workers being issued with a laptop and nothing else. No one can work productively on a laptop screen on a permanent basis, in my opinion. So if your remote workers are balancing their laptop on their dog's back instead of having a proper stand, using the terrible built-in microphone on the laptop that's just as bad as a Blue Yeti, or their webcam makes them look like a potato, we can help. So I hope you found this helpful and can see how important it is to ensure that your remote workers feel included and part of your team, just as if they were working in the office. I'd also add that it's crucial that you make an effort to bring your team together in person too. It's something that we are very conscious of here at M3 because whilst you can do a lot to alleviate the issues discussed in this episode, nothing beats going out for a cheeky Nando's and sharing a beer face-to-face. So if you've got remote workers in your business and you want to discuss any of the points raised in this episode, 
You can book a free consultation with me at m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet Mark. And we can have a chat about how the team here at M3 can help you to look after your remote workers better. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.